Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded, so if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean I'm not going to read it because it's already happened, it's in the past, it's pre-recorded, and no one's going to see it anyway, but here's the worst bit, you might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time, it's a waste of my time, it's a waste of everybody's time, and so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5pm UK time, on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C, Feldman. Storm Dennis makes me think of only one thing, and one thing only. And I think the storm deserves its own theme tune, so here it is. Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Leeds, Alec Feldman. Wizard Radio, that was Ren, a new way. I'm Alec Feldman. Hello. Good afternoon. Are we are we all well? Oh good, good. I'm I'm very well. I'm feeling so accomplished today. I've done I've done so much. Normally when three o'clock comes around, I'm barely dressed. Today could not be more different. I've been for a walk. On this walk, I saw a bush that was beeping, and I was very confused because bushes don't normally beep. And closer investigation revealed that it wasn't a bush that was beeping, it was someone's smoke alarm that must have been beeping. They couldn't stop the beeping. So in a fit of rage, they ripped it off the ceiling and chucked it out the window, and it landed in this allotment by a bush. And I suppose it's just destined to continue beeping for all of eternity. So that was that was fun. I saw that on my walk. And then I came back and I've this is this is so boring. I've cleaned my kitchen. And you know, it really needed it. Um when you live in a house of five students, generally kitchens get quite dirty. I've cleaned it, it's great, it smells lovely. All of the like surface grit is gone. Even the crumbs have been removed from the toaster. Now this will sound incredibly sad, but I am feeling very accomplished with this. Oh, and I've done all my washing as well. Today's just a good day. I feel very grown up. I feel smug. I feel satisfied. I feel like I've done everything I need to do for the day and now I can just chill on the radio for a couple of hours. If you'd like to join me in doing that, it would be greatly appreciated because I have lots of things for you today, including saying goodbye to an app that was with us very briefly and we were all mad about it. Now it's it's gone on to Passages New. We need to wish that farewell. We'll do that after four o'clock. I want to say hello to another one as well after four. A new app that I've recently dipped my toe into using. We've mentioned this before. I have an update for you at ten past four. Also, middle-aged women. They need to be stopped. I'll tell you why in about... Ooh. When, when's that? In about half an hour's time. Also, people whose surnames are inanimate objects, just because why not? 
all that is coming up before five o'clock. We have a 60 second guide for you as well. I have someone who will be knocking at the door. We'll find out who that is as well. And music coming up from Chloe Moriondo. I've definitely read that before. I just said that now. Halsey and the Jonas Brothers soon as well. Now though, let's do This Week I Learned. This Week I Learned. I've got three lessons for you from my life that I have learned in the last seven days, such as lesson number one, this week I learned, you can be catfished by hummus. It almost hurts more than if you've ever been catfished by a person. I say that, I've never been catfished by a person. That's how I imagine it would feel. Being catfished by hummus hurts more. It's it's like a profound, deep hurt. You feel like you trusted it and it, it threw away that trust. It didn't care. It let you down. I, I'm a big fan of Morrison's Moroccan hummus. It's great. It's tasty. It, it's unusual. It's spicy. I love it. And I picked up a tub of that today. Not today. This week. I haven't been to Morrison's today. I'm not that accomplished. Picked up a tub this week. I took it home. I had a bit of pitta to dip inside and I put it in my mouth. And it wasn't Moroccan hummus at all. It was avocado hummus. What even is avocado hummus? Surely, if you want an avocado-based dip, then go for guacamole. I say this as a dip connoisseur. I say this as someone who is moving over to a fully dip-based diet. If you want avocado and a dip, get guacamole. Don't you dare even think about dirtying the name of hummus by making avocado hummus. It was it was horrible, like so horrible. It tasted like an avocado might taste if you'd made guacamole and then left it out for like three days. So it's gone all brown and all bitter and all horrible. Just, just not good, it was bad, bad hummus. And it was the exact same color as the Moroccan hummus that I like. I got catfished, I fell for it, and now I have a whole tub of avocado hummus to finish. Does, does anyone want some? Does anyone like it more than I do? I'll send it to you in the post if you want, because it's gross. Lesson number one. Lesson number two, this week I learned, it's possible to hate something and yet love it at the same time. I don't want to elaborate on this one too much at this point in time, because I have more details for you next. It relates to a gig I went to this week. I'll, I'll tell you that now, and then I'll tell you more in about three, four minutes time. And then lesson number three relates somewhat to lesson number two. This week I learned temporary tattoos are really hard and painful to get off at this gig that I will tell you about in due course. Uh, they were they were given out, they were given out. They had temporary tattoos, they were for charity. So I was like, you know what? It's for charity, let's go for it. I, I got one, it was a cactus. Again, it'll all make sense in about five minutes time. And that was on Tuesday and I still have residual green bits of fake cactus, fake temporary tattoo on my arm. And I thought it'd be really easy to get off. It had this little like thin plastic something sheet. And I thought you could just peel that off. Oh no, you definitely cannot just peel that off. It hurts so much. I think there's now a small patch of my arm where there's just no hairs. I quickly gave up on trying to take off this temporary tattoo just because I got bored of it. It didn't look quite right when you, I wasn't there but can't get it off it's still there it'll probably take I'd say another two three days to fully go away so this is what I've learned this week you can be catfished by hummus you can love something and hate it at the same time more details next and temporary tattoos difficult to get off right do you want to hear about this this gig I was at this week it's quite different to the previous live music experiences that I've had. I'll tell you more after the Jonas Brothers. This is what a man got to do. It's Wizard Radio. Hi. What a man got to do on Wizard Radio. This is Alec Feldman. If you'd like an image of what I'm doing as I do this show, I'm just, just sat in, in a chair fondling a plastic axe that I just have on a shelf. And I thought I'd take it out and have a look at it. And now I'm just kind of playing around with it. Can you hear it? Listen, that's, that's the axe. Um, so... Whilst I talk about the next thing I'm going to talk about, just imagine me, just, you know, twisting an axe around in my, in my hands, just because it's a fake axe, plastic axe, it's not real, can't do any damage, just so you don't think I'm some kind of mass murderer, I'm not, it's fine, I got it for a Halloween costume, anyway, I said I'd tell you what I'm on about when I said you can hate something and love it at the same time, 
I feel like that sentiment perfectly describes a gig I was at this week. I don't normally go to gigs. Live music, I think it's quite good, but it's not something I've ever really used my own initiative to be like, yeah, I need to go see this person and this person. I want to go see the Jonas Brothers. I want to go see Chloe Moriondo. I want to go see Halsey. That's never been really how I've worked. I don't know why. Maybe I should. I always quite enjoy it when I do. The only, well, the first ever gig I really went to was in March last year, and it was Busted. It was Naughty's boy band, Busted, who were sort of a, not a massive part of my childhood. Like, they, they were there, they were present. I knew who they were. And I, I went basically just to, to babysit my sister and a friend, and I thought that was great. And I haven't really, I haven't been to any gigs since. I've seen live music, but not at like a gig as such. But this Tuesday, I got an opportunity to go to one. It was this like, it was a charity gig for a charity in Leeds that help people who like drop out of mainstream education. And it was loads of local, obscure, weird bands. And loads of my friends were going, they're like, I'll come along. You should, you should, it'll be good. And I was like, okay, I can, I can come along. Partially because I've been at uni, this is my third year now, and I feel like I haven't really done much studenty stuff, and I'm panicking now because I leave uni in the summer, and I'm like, oh my god, I've wasted my time, why haven't I done all these things? So I'm just trying to tick off a whole list of things that I've um, supposed to have done as a student in Leeds. So I'm working my way through this kind of mental list, and going to a gig at this really cool venue was one of them. It's called the Broodnell Social Club. And it's, it's like this old working man's club that's been converted into a bar and a gig venue. And it's really cool and edgy. Basically, the kind of place people like me, who like Taylor Swift, do not belong in. I wouldn't, I'm not welcome there, basically. But all my friends were going along to this gig. So I was like, you know what? We'll give it a go. It was, it was weird. It was very, very, very different to Busted. Um, for a start, there were no seats. Everyone had to stand. Can you believe it? Everyone had to stand. When I saw Busted at Wembley Arena, there was there were standing seat places, yes, but there were also seats that you could sit down on. I was sat down. I was really comfy. Not at the Broodnell Social Club Leeds, standing room only, and that was that was unusual, <laughs> based on my experiences for a start. A lot less civilized, and the lineup again was not not really people I'd ever 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 in my life heard of busted they were not it was it was a mix there was there was a like your classic white boy indie band they were good then they were followed by a really weird double act who i I don't know how to describe their music it was two people basically hunched over keyboards and synths just kind of poking at it with one finger i'm sure you can imagine it not like playing it like a piano literally just that kind of thing poking one finger Weird noises. At one point, a guy was just screaming repeatedly, Root Canal! Root Canal! Root Canal! Which is a, a dental procedure. Cool. Next time, do a song about flossing. Thanks. They were they were really weird. And I was stood there listening to this, thinking, this music is just really, really, really terrible. Like, hate it. And yet... I'm loving it. I'm having such a nice time. I'm really enjoying the fact that I'm hating this because it's just so weird and new and different and it's great. And then some other people, there were some some quite boring like synth pop people that I paid no attention to because they were just quite dull. Sorry, guys. And then finished with a jazz quartet. So random. Was Was quite weird. Like I said, not like Busted. Not really what I'm used to at all. Not necessarily what I'd enjoy. And yet... I, I liked it. I liked the fact that I didn't know any of the music and thought it was all kind of rubbish. And I feel like there's there's something we can take from that. I'm not really sure what, but I had a nice time. I enjoyed it. That was that was my Tuesday night. And now I'm stuck with a, a cactus. Oh, I forgot to tell you this bit. I can't believe I forgot to mention this bit. Yeah, the theme of this gig, by the way, was rodeo themed. So you had all these like super cool indie bands taking themselves really seriously all being forced to dress up like cowboys in hats and flares and handkerchiefs and they all had like tattoos temporary tattoos on them that said howdy and little cacti so that's why i now am stuck with a a temporary tattoo of a cactus until it washes off which i think will take another two three more days which is great 
Coming up, Halsey, and also inanimate terms. After Colleen Disclosure, it's Know Your Worth at Wizard Radio. Colleen Disclosure, Know Your Worth on Wizard Radio. I'm Alex Feldman. We do this every Saturday, 3 till 5, so thanks for hanging out. If you're new, welcome. The next, the next thing we're going to discuss, I'd say is fairly typical of the level of this show. And just the general ethos, which I suppose is just dumb stuff that I find funny. And it's, it's always nice when other people find it kind of funny as well. We'll see where this one lands. I'm not 100% sure. I was talking to producer James Gilmore just now. He said this is quite a niche thing to talk about. And I would agree. So we'll see how this one goes. But if it, if it goes badly, we'll just say, oh, it's an experiment. And it's fine because experiments are successful whether they go well or badly. I saw a tweet yesterday by a guy a dude a chap a fellow if you will he was complaining about the fact that he'd been to nando's and he had a booking or he either had a booking or had shown up and nando's was full i think that was it nando's was full which is very sad and so he had to wait. And you know when you wait for a restaurant, they like write down who you are and what order you've come in so they just know who to give tables to first. And it says, the waiter in Nando's just skipped our name on the waiting list for a table. Now, why would, why would a waiter do that to you? It's a valid question. It's one I'm sure this, this man chap fellow was asking, what many people would be asking. It's because, because of this guy's name Basically, the waiter saw the name, thought, nah, that can't be real. Surely that's not a real name. And just skipped straight past it because they thought it was a prank and they were making it up. This guy's name, um, it's, it's Stephen Chicken. So Mr. Chicken went to Nando's, a quite famous chicken restaurant, in case you needed it fully spelt out. And... They thought that he was having a laugh with them and skipped the next person on the waiting list because his name was Chicken and they thought they were being pranked. And I quite like that. I think, I don't know why, it just, it amuses me when people have surnames that are just inanimate objects, you know, Chris Toaster, Stevie Television. Maybe those two examples are quite extreme, but it always makes me laugh. I called someone up this week. What was their name? They had a, I think their surname was something like Jelly. And I was like, ah, Mr. Jelly, good to talk to you. That one was quite funny. I saw someone on the news once. It was, it wasn't actually that funny. I think they were talking about a murder or something quite serious and unpleasant. But their name was Mr. Gammon. And (laughs) you can't take someone seriously when they're called Gammon. I'm sorry, you just can't. And I just, I love these people who have inanimate objects especially food items there's something about a food item that that when it's someone's surname it it's just it it tickles me way more than it should relative to how funny it actually is so i want to try something i don't know if it'll work but basically are you listening right now and is your surname an inanimate object that is quite a narrow question. I don't know how many people, if any, it will apply to. But if your surname is an inanimate object, I would like you to tell me about it, please. So you can send me a text on 07807 183 538, or you can tweet me at WizRadio, or if you really want, you can email me station at wizardradio.co.uk. However, I appreciate what I'm asking here is it's quite niche. It's quite limited. I don't know how many people called, I don't know, Sophie Cheese Toasty will be listening. So I can broaden it out a little bit. If you know someone, if you've ever met someone, if your neighbor's cousin's dog has a surname that's an inanimate object, please tell me on the ways I just told you before. Because I just, I love it. I want, I, is this mean? I just want to want to laugh at your names. I suppose that is quite mean, really. Just to ask people to text in so I can laugh at them. But laugh in a good way, in an inclusive way. We're all we're all enjoying the fact that I don't know you're named after a sponge, Pete Sponge. Again, excellent name. If there's someone listening called Pete Sponge, do let me know. If you're named after an inanimate object, just, just send me a text or an email or a tweet, 
and we can do a little inanimate name, surname, object, some words, roll call in a bit. I'm going to play you Chloe Moriondo soon. See, I've really, I've really nailed the pronunciation of the name. First, Halsey, you should be sad. It's Wizard Radio. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Please consume responsibly. Chloe Moriondo and Kindergarten. Halsey, you should be sad before it. It's Alec on Wizard Radio. Just a little axe update in case you're interested. I was playing with my, my plastic axe earlier. I've now put it down the back of my jumper like it's, I don't know, some kind of back brace to force me to sit up straight because posture is key and an axe is the way to achieve that, apparently. On the way, new Sam Smith, JP Sachs, and someone's looking at your door as well. Back to inanimate surnames. I found it quite funny when I saw on Twitter this week that a guy in Nando's was kind of skipped over in the waiting list for a table because his surname was Chicken. And it got me thinking about people that have inanimate objects and food items, especially as surnames. Michael Fish, weatherman of the 80s, another one. I only remember him because when I was little, I used to watch like the lunchtime news when I was off nursery. Today's another one, inanimate food item as a surname. Mikey has been on. I can't believe I've actually got messages about this. I, I'm shook in a good way. I wasn't sure we'd get any. I thought it was a big risk. But we have some. This is great news. Mikey says, I've got a friend whose surname is Bob, which always makes me laugh. It's such a blunt surname and always makes me think of the hairstyle, like a hair Bob. Yeah, um, Mr. Mr. Bob. Not bad. It's Bob with two Bs, not not one B, which I suppose is that is that what distinguishes it from like the first name. Bob with two Bs is the surname. But yeah, hair Bob, um, Bob the Builder, send... <laughs> and bobs if you're familiar with that meme um i like that that's a good one to start although technically i suppose you can have that a bob is an inanimate object just about the hairstyle this is producer james's input we both went to the same school there was a teacher at that school whose surname was wood james says that is by all categories of your topic an inanimate object you're right that is true i'd never even thought about that one Wood is not only a surname, but it's, it's what you get from trees. I'd never really made the connection between the two, weirdly. But yeah, I suppose that counts. That counts. It's an inanimate object. You can have that one. Emily, wasn't there a YouTuber who went on Big Brother called Sam Pepper? Are we counting Pepper as an inanimate object? I feel like it is. I feel like Pepper, Salt and Salter are quite common surnames, actually. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, again. I've, I've never made the connection. I'd be like, oh, yes, yeah, salt, like what you put on your chips. I'd just be like, okay, that's the surname, cool. But yeah, you're right. I feel, should I feel quite dumb now that it just never occurred to me that, like, all these things were actually inanimate objects, salt and wood, maybe. But pepper, I like. That's that's a bit more out there. Yeah, I vaguely remember this YouTuber. Was he cancelled for something? I feel like he probably was. I feel like most YouTubers have been cancelled for something at some point. But that does ring a bell that, that Sam Pepper was cancelled. So that's it. Pepper's off. No more Pepper for us all. Megan, this isn't actually a joke. I have a friend whose surname is Jas. She has German and Swiss heritage. But the funny thing about this is that her great-grandfather was this big guy whose name was Hugh. <laughs> so, so yeah, Hugh Jas, which is an object. Yes, it is. I like what you've done there. I hope I hope you you mean it when you say that's not a joke. Because I love that. Poor poor Mr. Jass. Hugh Hugh Jass with his with his funny surname. I was wondering where that was going actually, because I was like, Jass, what's a Jass? Should I know what a Jass is? But of course, Hugh Hugh Jass, I now know what a Hugh Jass is. George, oh, this nurse is more like it. This is what we want. My surname is Mackerel. I hate it. It's such an ugly surname, but I can relate to Mr. Chicken because whenever I give my surname to people, they always give me such a weird look, especially if we're going to the chippy where we think they think we're just playing a joke. Imagine having the name George Mackerel. It's just not a fun existence. 
George Mackerel, you take that back. That's a fantastic name. Don't let anyone ever make fun of your name, George Mackerel, because it is a wonderful name and I love it. And I think you should should name yourself with pride. Please don't change it when you grow up. If you if you go to like, where, where do you go to get your name changed? Is it the council? No. Wherever it is, you have to get your name changed. If you go down and be like, I want to change my name from George Mackerel to George Smith, I will be so disappointed in you because I think that's a great name. It's unique. People will remember it. You will never forget meeting a George Mackerel, would you? No, you would not. Even if it means, yes, you get a few weird looks at the chippy, just just roll with it because George Mackerel, that is an asset. It's a name worth having. I respect that very, very much. And um, Jack, my surname is an inanimate object in a way. Foot. I think feet are technically alive though, aren't they? So not inanimate. Wow. I mean, that is a distinction I hadn't thought of making, but yes, you're right. Feet are technically not inanimate objects because they're actually animate objects because they're part of your body. But yeah, you are named after a, a body part. So that works. Jack Foot. Why does that fat sound familiar? Jack Foot. Is there someone famous with the surname Foot or Jack Foot or something? I don't know. I just, just forget forget what I'm on about. I don't know. So very nice to all of you who have, have sent me messages. Jack Foot, Megan and her her friend's great grandfather Hugh Ass, Sam Pepper, Mr. Wood, someone so and so Bob, and of course the legend that is George Mackerel. Thank you to you all for your inanimate object names. I'd give that as an experiment a solid six out of ten. Would do again? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But it was, it was all right. It worked. Coming up, middle-aged women need to need to chill. I'll tell you why after Sam Smith. I think it's a grower. New Sam Smith to die for on Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman, hanging out till five. Someone's looking at your doors on the way soon. Now though, middle-aged women, they. They need to chill, I think. I spent an evening <laughs> last night with with many middle-aged women. I was was once again working in my my weird, indescribable, variable, quite unusual job because normal jobs, no thanks, not for me. No to that. I only do sort of part-time jobs that are a bit weird and a bit interesting. So you'll never catch me working in, um, I don't know, a shop, but you might catch me working at a Valentine's party, which is where I was at last night in Leeds City Centre. It was kind of pitched as being like Valentine's Day for couples that had been together a while. Maybe some might say the spark has gone out and they want to spice things up a bit. That was that was kind of the in, the intention, the thoughts behind it. And so all these all these couples are like in a room together, having a nice time, taking full advantage of free drinks and the like. And after after a while, that meant that they were quite quite lively as a result of several free drinks that were had. And it was my job basically just to, to look after them single-handedly. And it turns out I, I wasn't expecting this. Middle-aged women, middle-aged married women or women who are in you know long-term relationships, get quite excited by <laughs> by a kind of a man about half their age, and they are they're all over that. They they love it. I had one person. Actually, no, it was more than one person. Really, really wanted me to give them my hoodie, which it wasn't actually mine. It was like the people I was working for, so I I couldn't give it to them. I get in trouble. But also like. No, you can't have my hoodie. But they were they were getting quite upset that I, I wouldn't give it to them. But also, just general... I had... You won't believe this. I had people asking for photos with me. They were getting their, their husbands to take photos of them with me. Being... being would I say inappropriate? A little bit inappropriate. Just, they, were, they were quite hands-on. They were keen. They were they're enthusiastic i got asked by one at one point whether i felt violated and the honest answer was mm, maybe maybe a little bit but it's fine and like don't get me wrong i'm not complaining as such because i'm not particularly 
traumatized or angered by the whole experience. It was just, it was so weird and actually quite funny that that these hordes of of somewhat middle-aged women who could probably, at a stretch, be my mum, <laughs> were like all over me, and I didn't really know what to make of it because historically I've I've never really got any attention from anyone my own age, but but double it, they're loving it. They all want a piece of Alec. And so, can we just, can we calm down, please? If you're listening, on the off chance you're, you're over 40, which I appreciate isn't really the audience I would expect to have for this show. Just, you know, calm it down. After, after a few free drinks have been had, maybe don't, don't start perving on the guy that's, that's half your age, because they might find it a little bit uncomfortable and, and kind of cringy. But it's, it's all good. I, I sort of, had a nice time. I, I'm still processing it, to be honest. I don't know what to make of it. But yeah, middle-aged women, just, just chill. Calm down. It's fine. Someone's looking at the door is coming up. First, though, it's JP Sachs and Julia Michaels with If the World Was Ending. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Good afternoon and welcome, everybody, to Someone's Knocking at Your Door. Woo! Yes, I did just woo and clap for myself. I'm Alec Feldman, and this is the home of Someone's Knocking at Your Door, radio's first, only, and best door-based guessing game. Someone, very soon, will be knocking at the door. I can feel it in my bones. I I just know they're coming, but I don't know who it's going to be. And that's where the fun starts, because we have to guess who's knocking at the door, based purely on five yes no questions that's all you get that's all you have to go by you just have to try and guess who it is if someone gets it right then the person knocking at the door can come in i'll make them a cup of tea um we'll have a chat it'll be nice if no one gets it they get sent away i banish them back out into storm dennis with you that's what happens they'll they'll get wet they'll get cold their umbrella will turn inside out because of all the wind. So there's a lot at stake here. So I hope I hope someone gets it right. It is question time. I oh no it's not. It can't be because no one's knocked at the door yet. Oops. Oh there they are. Yeah, someone's knocked at the door. Ah, what are the chances? Wow. <laughs> wow, that's unexpected. Hello. You know what? When you um, you're very good at keeping the the dream alive, aren't you, Alec? What dream? The dream. The yes, the dream. Sure, why not? Anyway, oh, did you hear that? They're getting impatient. We better do some questions. Okay, let's do some questions. All right, uh, my first question. Um, yeah. is this person a woman? Traditionally, no. Oh. Although, so this isn't, yes or no, this isn't a person, but more a role or a figure. Yeah. Okay. More a role or, or a figure. I was like writing down my clues. Um, <clears throat> so traditionally, not a woman, more a role or a figure. Um, is this person someone that we would interact with frequently as normal citizens no i'd say not not someone we would interact with as normal citizens okay so this is somebody with status um okay um they're very impatient as well okay so is she not a woman a male or a sorry a role or a figure not someone we would interact with as normal citizens is this person political? No. Oh god. All right. Um so not political. Um My final question. Mm-hmm. God. Is this person um like this role, the person who assumes this role, are they known globally? That's a good question. I I can't speak for other cultures, but certainly in, in Western culture, I would say yes. 
Okay. Um, so, just to recount our clues. Traditionally not a woman, more a role or a figure. Not someone we would interact with as normal citizens. Someone with status, but not political. But this person who assumes this role is known very well in Western countries. Okay. Yes. Would you All like right. a bonus clue? Please do. They really enjoy eating bacon. Really enjoy eating bacon. Wow. All right. That threw me off because I was going to say the pipe, but I've got a feeling maybe not. I couldn't possibly say. Okay. Well, it's over to our listeners. That's what you've got to go on. If you have a guess, send it to us right now. 07807 183 538. You can text us on that number. You can tweet us on at Radio, or you can email station at wizardradio.co.uk with your guest for someone's knocking at your door. Traditionally, not a woman. It's more a role or a figure than, than a person. We wouldn't interact with them, really, as normal citizens, though. They're not involved in politics. They're probably known globally, at least in the West. And they really enjoy bacon. Who is knocking at the door? You can have a guess. On the way, Seagirls and Selena Gomez after your latest news at four o'clock. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. Seagirls ready for more on Wizard Radio. Before that, Selena Gomez and Rare. I'm Alec Feldman. Afternoon all. Music-wise coming up soon. Black Bear, Justin Bieber, Five Sauce, Doja Cat on the way as well. At the beginning of the year, I mentioned this on the show. I decided I wanted to get TikTok. Oh my God, it's, it's already started. Ah, shut up. Um... I want to get TikTok because everyone seems to be jumping on the TikTok bandwagon. I too wanted to jump on this bandwagon and see what all the fuss was about. I downloaded the app and I took some like recommendations of people to follow. And then I, just, I never found time to use it. I never managed to incorporate it into like my routine. You know, you know when you're like just messing around on your phone, you're not doing anything, you're procrastinating. And you go on like Twitter and you go on Facebook and then you go on Instagram and then Snapchat and then repeat until you want to tear your hair out with boredom. I never managed to incorporate TikTok into that. So I haven't managed to like properly get on board. So I've decided in a way to like force myself to see what TikTok is about. I'd review some TikToks live on the show now and just watch random ones. The first ones that come up basically when I open the app. And I haven't, I haven't worked out how to turn the sound down either, so you'll hear them too, but you won't see them. I'll, I'll give you a rough description and tell you what I think. Okay, right. Uh, first one, I'm opening the app now. Okay, it's, it's Jacqueline Josser. I feel like I should have heard of her. Okay, and that's that's fun. What happened, right? She she was all like, you know, dressed like you just woken up, and then she put her hand over the camera, and then like magic. She was all like dressed up with makeup and clothes and stuff. Okay, um, yeah, I see what she did there. The choice of song I think was from Cinderella, so that was that was quite clever. Uh, a good TikTok, enjoyable. Next, I don't know what that one's about. Some some people in the road, they're fist bumping, they're walking away in sync. They're coming back in sync. They're doing some some fun dancing. Cool, good moves. Yeah. I like it. I, I don't really know what I'm watching, but yeah, that was that was that was that was fun. I enjoyed that. Very nice. That was by who was that by? The TikTok Shabs. They're cool. Next, Just Eat Driver in uniform, helmet, doing another dance. Is this just dancing? Is it always dancing? Should I recognise the dances? Is there like a dance craze? It looks a bit like the crazy frog, but I don't think it's going to be the crazy frog. Yeah. I don't really understand what I'm watching. This is just an advert for Just Eat, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, great. Football? No, don't care. The police. The police are all standing in uniform. Information. In front of a police van. Oh, okay. I like this dancing. This is my kind of dancing. They look a bit like cacti in the way they're like sticking their hands up. It's it's quite bad dancing. I, I enjoyed that one. Nice. Well, who was that? Just some random policeman. Okay. A USB on the train. Okay, I don't care. Ellen DeGeneres. Just doing some, some peace signs. That one's rubbish. Two out of ten. Don't like it. The undating. Oh, a guy. Say So by Doja Cat. I recognise this. Is that why everyone says it's a TikTok song? Just, just squeezing some sauce on some chips. I, I don't get it. Oh, hang on. It's a meme. Okay. 
So, oh no, it's just an advert for a, a TV show. Uh, this is quite wild dancing. Just, just a random girl doing some crazy moves. I don't really understand why. It's just in like a grey room. Did a somersault as well. No. Oh, these people are playing on stairs. That's, that's quite dangerous. Oh, pretty girl, Maggie Linderman. I recognise this song. They're just dancing on stairs. This is so dangerous, guys. Come on. Have some health and safety considerations. Um, Lewis Capaldi in a ripping off a face mask and some sunglasses. Okay, yeah, that's this is good content. He's wearing a crown now. Okay, yeah, not bad. Six out of ten. Okay, you'll notice with these vines, I, I, you know, I didn't really know what to make of any of them. I, I did just keep going. I couldn't, I couldn't stop looking at them. Is this why everyone's become so obsessed with Vine? Not Vine. What am I talking about? TikTok. TikTok, not Vine. The thing with these TikToks is that, yeah, you can't escape. You just keep keep scrolling down. So they must be onto something. I don't fully understand what's going on, but I, I did quite enjoy that. I might do that again. Um, I hope I didn't sound too much like a confused old person. I think I am. I'm getting. I'm getting into what TikTok is now. I understand what it's about. I quite. I quite enjoyed that. So there you go. That was some live TikTok reviews, and more at the same time next week. They probably won't. Be, but I'll. I'll keep going with this TikTok thing and see if it works out. Coming next, I've just discovered a new app. Next, we're going to be saying goodbye to an old one that's no longer with us. First, it's Black Bear, me and your ghost. It's Black Bear, me and your ghost on Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman, hanging out until five o'clock. Thanks for hanging out with me. Otherwise, it'd be kind of lonely. So, nice to have you here. New Bieber plays next. First, though, I just discovered the joys of TikTok. You know what else is clever about TikTok? There's no way of turning the volume down that I can work out. So, when the app is open, it is just it's making noise. It is blaring out TikToks at you, whether you like it or not, force-feeding you these little short videos. So, you just have to consume them or just, I don't know, throw your phone out the window. It's one or the other which is quite clever. Oh, apparently if you change the volume on your phone, it changes the volume on your app. I I didn't make, I couldn't work out how to do that. Like I used the volume button, which wasn't getting any quieter. So I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, TikTok, it's new and it's shiny. And I think I like it, although I'm still slightly confused by it. So that's good. Hello to TikTok and welcome belatedly into my life. But now I want to say goodbye goodbye to i'd say an old friend i i was never big on this hype but i remember a lot of my friends were at the time in a time period sort of in about 2018 i'd say this was a thing do you remember hq trivia it was that quiz app and it got really really famous they do like live quizzes at a certain time every day was it like five o'clock or eleven o'clock or something and you'd play live against like thousands of other people and it'd gradually be whittled down. And if you made it to like this live final, playing in real time against loads of other people, you'd win like quite ridiculous amounts of money. And it kind of appeared and I was quite skeptical because I thought, what's going on? If, you, if they're promising you money, that much money is obviously gonna be a scam. And in like six months, it'll turn out that all your data has been sold or hacked or something. So I was never on board, but loads of my friends were, and I remember just being with them, and they'd be like, oh my god, it's, it's, it's nearly five o'clock, it's HQ Trivia time, and we'd have to stop whatever it was we were doing to play HQ Trivia, and it was, it was a weird phenomenon, but very, very, very popular for a very brief time period, and then it just kind of stops. There were loads of apps that kind of tried to copy it, I think like i i can't even think of any by name but there were loads just doing a really similar thing there'd be like a live presenter hosting the quiz and everyone be like oh we love this this quiz guy isn't he funny he cracks me up but then it just kind of all stopped without anyone really noticing much like pokemon go it came and everyone was all over it and then it went again and that was that. So I wasn't all that shocked to read yesterday that HQ Trivia is sadly shutting down or possibly already has shut down. I think, yeah, the game is the game is over. When was the last one? Has it already happened? I think it might have already happened the last ever HQ Trivia round. So that's it. 
no more no more HQ trivia I'm surprised it went on as long as it did I'm also just I don't understand the business model I wouldn't call myself a business expert or an entrepreneur or anything like that but surely if it's free to play and there aren't any adverts and you're giving away loads of money how is that a business model where are you getting the money from it just it doesn't make sense to me so it's not all that shocking that it's gone but I think as we like to do for all fallen tech products Google Plus uh, Bebo all sorts just, just a moment of, of sadness and respect for our for our fallen app HQ trivia which is sadly no more okay moment over New Justin Bieber with Quavo, it's Intentions. Justin Bieber and Quavo with Intentions on Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman. Till five, Miles is on them. Coming up, five seconds summer and Doja Cat. The reason I I do this show and I'm on the radio, I just I really love talking to people. I like having fun. I like making fun of things. I like being made fun of. I just I like you know learning information about people asking questions getting messages back I love all that stuff it is so much fun it is one of the greatest things you could ever do one of the greatest privileges that's that's like my main motivation for for being here I just I just you know try and entertain and that's that's great I love it occasionally as like a byproduct of doing the bit I really am keen on I get to do some quite cool other stuff, which most people wouldn't necessarily get the opportunity to do. And it's not necessarily like what I'm in it for, but it, when it happens, it is kind of cool and quite exciting. Like like when I get to, I mean, this doesn't happen very often. It's happened like twice in three years. Three years, two and a bit years. When I get to see a film before it's released, that's quite a cool little buzz. When I have to go like interview people in it, that's kind of cool. It's like, okay, this is this is a nice little perk of doing the radio. It's cool. Or when I get to interview people that I think are really cool, like uh, was it Tom? Yeah, Tom from McFly. That was a good one. Or John Cena. I got to interview John Cena. That was kind of weird and mad. And all these weird opportunities have kind of been thrown my way. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um. This, this wasn't like what I set out to do, but at the same time, it's awesome. I'm not going to say no to that. It's great. Let's do it. And that's cool. And we've had we've had another one of those kind of thrown my way recently. And I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure how to feel about it. It's cool. It's really exciting, but I'm also kind of, kind of scared. But also, um, I just, the feeling that, you know, I shouldn't be there. Like, that's, that's not the kind of place for me. Because on Tuesday, it is the Brits in London, and quite bizarrely, I still can't quite believe this myself, I'm going, well, I say I'm going, I'm not going to the Brits, I am going to the the red carpet of the Brits, and then I'm I'm going home, I'll be in bed by 12, jokes on everyone else actually going to the Brits, I don't want to go to the Brits, I want to go to bed, so there, so... I'm off to the the red carpet of the Brits on Tuesday afternoon, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and interview some people and get some audio that I can play to you, uh, hopefully on the show next week. I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm a bit scared that it might be this like mad scrum where it's every man for themselves and woman, kind of elbows, anger, rage, people being like, "Oi, Lewis." Lewis over here, mate. Talk to me. Lewis, Lewis. And then everyone else can't get a word in edgeways because there's one like loud guy who can attract all the famouses over. I, I, I don't know how it works. I've never done anything like that in my life ever. But, but that's happening. I've told a few people about this. And the first thing they've been concerned about, weirdly, is what happens if I don't recognise anyone when I'm actually there? Is this something I should be worried about? I don't really know. Maybe I need to do some homework and just make sure I know the faces of all the people that are nominated for Brits that are going to be there. Possibly. But but those are all kind of secondary considerations to the main reason I'm there, which is like, what do I ask these people? Like, I don't know who I'm going to be seeing, so I can't do... I can, I can do some research, but I can't do detailed research on everyone. I don't know what, what to say. What if I... Just, I get... I get to talk to them 
and they're like, okay, so what, what do you want to ask me? And I'm like, uh, 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 I don't know. That would be terrible. That would be horrifying. So I, I'm, I think I need some help with this, basically. If you can give me some questions that I could ask to anyone who's going to be at the Brits, it doesn't matter who it would be asked to. Would this question work? If the answer is yes, then that's the kind of thing I'm thinking about. At the moment, ideas I've had include, are you excited about what's for dinner? Because I think you get dinner at these award ceremonies, don't you? So I could ask I could ask about that. What else works? Um, I mean, I could ask if they've had a nice day, but that's quite a dull question. I could I could be like, oh, how, how would you feel if you lost? Or like, oh, have you been practicing your losing face? But then that might imply that I think they're going to lose and then they won't like me. So, you know, it's a, it's a tough line to to walk on, and I don't I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what I'm doing, and I wanna I wanna ask some questions that aren't necessarily what they'd normally be asked on the British red carpet because it's it's me. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the like, oh, how did it feel to be nominated? Because, quite frankly, I don't care about the answer, and they won't want to give me the answer because they've given it out a million times to everyone else who's already asked these questions. So help a guy out here what kind of questions should i be asking on the red carpet of the brits on tuesday yes that is a sentence that actually just came out of my mouth what is going on 07807 183 538 can you send me a text with some ideas you can tweet me as well at whiz radio or by email station at wizardradio.co.uk maybe i mean i could do some riddles i guess i could just task some totally unrelated questions I could, if I really want to, I could pretend I think there's someone else. And that'll cover up if I actually do get the person wrong and don't know who it is. So send your ideas my way and I might take some of them with me to the Brits Red Carpet on Tuesday, which I am going to. What? Anyway, five seconds of summer plays on the show next. I've done some research, though, just so we can learn a bit about five seconds of summer. I like to educate the people. That's what I'm here for. And this is all this is all accurate, by the way. Let nobody say that I don't do my research properly, because I do. It's thorough, it is verified, it's referenced, and here it is right now in 60 seconds. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. Five Stars are a boy band from New Zealand. The trio were at school together and they bonded in gym class when they were forced to play rugby. They found they were much more interested in the singing and the dancing of the hacker than they actually were in the game itself. So they formed a band that only did the hacker and not the actual rugby bit that came afterwards. They spent the remainder of their school years coming up with intimidating dance moves and threatening lyrics in Maori and performing them in school concerts. As they grew up, they realised there was money to be made and started performing for money whilst consulting at the same time for the New Zealand national rugby team, coming up with new hacker dances on a regular basis. It was only when famous New Zealander Russell Crowe became their manager that it was suggested they start singing in English and less aggressively in order to broaden their mainstream appeal. Once they'd done this, their fortunes dramatically improved, especially around the time of the 2014 World Cup when they recorded a World Cup song that took the world by storm. And that's five sauce in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays, three till five. Doja Cat say so on Wizard Radio for that five seconds of summer. No shame. It's Alec Feldman. Coming up before Miles is here at five o'clock, we'll do Aunt Saunders and we'll do Tate McRae. And we'll do someone's knocking at your door. I'm going to Brits on Tuesday. Well, I'm not actually going to the Brits on Tuesday. I'm going to the British Red Carpet on Tuesday to interview some people and then I'm going home to bed because that's how I roll and I mean I, I don't know what I'd, I'd do at the Brit to be really weird wouldn't know anyone just, just be like the lonely kid at school didn't really appeal so no Brits for me but red carpet is on I'm being let loose my interviews with with people like Henry Cavill and John Cena were were I mean apparently good enough to unleash me on, on multiple people at once when I won't even know who they are. This could be disastrous. Um, uh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I wanted some question inspiration with like generic questions that I could ask to anyone even if I don't know who they are. So Elliot has been on saying, um, inspired by your message earlier on in the show about the person whose surname was Mackerel. Ah, yes. Shout out to George Mackerel, if you're still listening. 
I think you should ask everybody on the red carpet what their favourite type of fish is. I actually think that could be really inspiring for us to know. Yes, that is that is a good idea. What if they're vegans? Vegans don't eat fish. Um, I suppose then they could be like, oh, I'm vegan. And then we'd be like, ah, you're vegan. Cool. Their favourite type of fish is like bird's eye meat free fingers. Yummy. Yeah, that is an option for sure. Ellen says, this isn't so much a question as it is a dare. You need to call Billie Eilish, Billie Eilash and Lewis Capaldi, Lewis Calamari. It's just a must do, Alec. I can't do that, can I? Um, will Billie Eilish be there? <laughs> I haven't even properly checked to see who's going to be there yet. So I think Brits nominees 2020. This is a good starting point, right? That's the good thing about being on the radio. It like inspires you to to actually get on with things that you you maybe have been putting off. Who's who's nominated them? Um, there's so many people. Dave will be there. I don't know what Dave looks like. Um, who else? FKA Twigs, no idea. Freya Ridings, no idea what she looks like either. What to Bring Me the Horizon look like? I I don't know. How many of them are there? Oh, wait, who at D Block Europe? Uh, that's that's a new one to me. Okay. Um, okay, this is this is going well so far. This research, but wait, Billie Eilish is gonna is gonna be there. Is that is that happening? I don't know, but I can't call it Billie Eilish that. No, it's, it's a bad idea. I feel like she, she takes herself quite seriously. So I don't think that would go down well. Matthew says, ask people <laughs> if they listen to your radio show and then act really disappointed if they haven't. That'll be so embarrassing for them and really funny for us. Although it might get you banned if too many artists get embarrassed when speaking to you. Oh, Matthew. I mean, that would... It would be embarrassing for them, yes. It would also be really embarrassing for me. But is that is that an L I want to take for for the greater good of entertainment? Maybe I might do one if I remember and act like I'm a really big deal and be like, "Do you not know who I am? Damn it! I'm Alec Felsman. Saturdays three till five on Wizard Radio." Um, but that might get me dragged off by security. So we'll play it by ear, I think. But I do like that one a lot. Gracie says, ah, ask them for their dietary requirements and if they have any allergies that we need to be aware of. That is a good idea. It sort of relates to the fish question earlier. If they don't eat fish, then I can find out what they do eat. Are they allergic to nuts? Do they eat seafood? Um, do they have an intolerance to gluten? All of these things we need to know. Good idea, Gracie. Holly, I think the question on everybody's mind is, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck Oh no, woodchuck, I meant to say. Sorry. Is that a weird word? I don't really know. If a woodchuck could chuck wood. Well, I can't even say that. So I don't know how I'd ask that on the, the red carpet of the Brits. But I think the answer is, is seven. Jason as well. You need to ask everyone what the process of making their album was. Even if the person you're interviewing isn't an artist, but it's just like someone from Love Island or someone like that. That would be hilarious to see the reaction. Are you kidding? There'll be people from Love Island there. I'm not going to know who they are. No, my luck. I won't get all the big people. I won't get Stormzy to talk to, or Louis Capaldi, or Camila Cabello. I'll get someone off Love Island that I don't recognise and, and have never seen before. Great. This, this is brilliant. I mean, I can ask them if, if they've ever heard my radio show. But, oh, man. Wait, what was it? I should ask them about their album. Yeah, I suppose. Was, weren't there someone or some people off Love Island that did make an album and then got sued by Lethal Bizzle. I'm sure I remember that happening. So will they be there? Who knows? I, I really need to do some more research, I think. I'm now a bit scared. I didn't know there were going to be people from Love Island there. Who else could be there that I, I won't recognise? Oh, this is, this, is, this is actually quite scary. Well, you know what? It'll be fine. I will bring you the results of my trip to the Brits next week and we'll find out whether I totally messed it up or not but you know I'm feeling a lot less optimistic than I was about five minutes ago which is good okay shall we find out who's been knocking at the door how about some Ant Saunders and Audrey Mika first with Yellow Hearts someone's knocking at the door somebody's ringing the bell 
Welcome back to Someone's Knocking at Your Door on Wizard Radio, the only game show in the world that's based on doors and knocking and the people's postcode lottery. Every time I hear those adverts now, I'm just like, hey, they've stolen my radio feature. Oh, wait, no, they had it first. So, the clues on Someone's Knocking at Your Door today, um, we found out that this person that's knocking at the door is traditionally not a woman. They're, they're not a person as such. It's like a role, it's a figure. It's not someone we'd really interact with as normal citizens on a day-to-day basis, but they're not a politician. They're known globally, possibly, or at least in Western culture, for sure. And the bonus extra clue that I gave you this week was that they really enjoy bacon. Who has been knocking at the door? We have some guesses. We have some wrong ones. But do we have some right ones? We'll find out soon. Hannah's up first. Is the person knocking at your door the milkman? I've been thinking about it, Alec. They'd have to have been knocking at the door in a hurry to try and get some shelter during Storm Dennis. Milkmen are, are traditionally men. They're, they're more of a figure. We don't usually interact with them because they deliver the milk in the early hours of the morning. We know them well in the UK, which is a Western country. And we gave my milkman a packet of bacon for Christmas, so they enjoy eating bacon. It ticks every box. Since when did milkman like bacon? <laughs> when was that a thing? Why did you give your milkman bacon for Christmas? I don't understand. Was there something special about this bacon? Was it like specially cured Sainsbury's taste the difference, fancy schmancy gold dusted bacon or what? Was it just, here you go, got it from Aldi. Do you want it? That's slightly confused me. But back to the issue of milkman. It does, it does all work out. The logic is watertight. Except why would a milkman have been knocking at my door at five to four when they're normally up at that time in the morning? It just doesn't, doesn't quite work. Hannah, you're wrong. I'm sorry. It's not a milkman knocking at the door. Robbie thinks it's a male supermodel because they're traditionally not a woman. They have status. We wouldn't interact with them day to day, but they're not political. And it's a well-known role in the West. I feel like supermodels generally really love things like bacon because they can't eat it very much. That's true, it's a, an oppressive and, and dark industry, apparently. I don't know much about it. Yeah, I, I sort of see where you're coming from. You say models aren't political, and yet, why do they always want world peace? If that's not political, I don't know what is. But, um, no, I don't have many male models coming around, really. And that hasn't changed today. It's not a male supermodel knocking at my door. Not this time, at least. Danny says, is it a character from Wallace and Gromit? No, didn't we do that the other week? I'm sure we did. Ollie thinks it's um, the younger brother because his loves bacon. No, it's it's not the concept of a younger brother knocking at the door. He's a faceless brother, a child to all of us. No, not that person knocking at the door. Georgia has been on, says, this is really strange if it is this Alec, but you said the person knocking at your door is traditionally not a woman who we wouldn't interact with and they're not political. Well known in the rest, enjoys bacon. Yes, I did. Is it the big bad wolf from Little Red Riding Hood? I have no idea why I think that or how I got to it, but that's my guess. It's interesting you should guess that, Georgia. I can understand why you think that. It does tick off all the boxes, especially the, be- the bit about eating the bacon, because famously, in the fairy tale, The Three Little Pigs, which is, funnily enough, quite well known in the West. The Big Bad Wolf obviously blows on the pig's houses to blow them down so he can then eat them, which I interpret as meaning the Big Bad Wolf likes bacon. But is the Big Bad Wolf knocking at the door today? I can exclusively reveal that Georgia is correct. It's the Big Bad Wolf knocking at the door well done you have won someone's knocking at your door you don't get any prizes that's not how it works you can just be satisfied in your own achievements now here's the thing as you know on someone's knocking at your door if they knock and someone gets it wrong i send them away but if they knock and someone gets it right i have to invite them in but there's there's a bit of a problem with that actually because the big bubble knocked on the door but then i left him for an hour he got quite frustrated he huffed he puffed He's actually blown my house down, so I don't really have a door to speak of anymore. I'm just sat here in like a pile of rubble, 
which used to be my house, uh, Big Bad Wolf is now nowhere to be seen. So, um, unfortunately, we can't really get him on the show to ask, you know, why why is he so evil? Why has he done all the things that he's done? But, Georgie, you were correct. It was the Big Bad Wolf knocking at the door. It's now time for me to, to go. I have a house to rebuild and other things. But thanks for hanging out with me this afternoon. We'll do it all again next week, and we'll find out what happened when I went to the Brits. You do not want to miss that. Finishing off this week with Stupid by Tate McRae. Miles is on next. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. 